0: All right. We are at the Leonard Center on the campus of McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. Gordy Cosfeld here at the KDHL Sports Microphone, ready for some incredible MIC Conference men's basketball action. The Carlton Knights and the McAllister Scots are the two incredible powers in terms of A couple of statistics here that I'll be sharing with you in a moment. On offense, McAllister ranks second in the league to one of only two teams to average over 80 points a game. St. John's is the other one. They're leading the league. McAllister is not happy. They're coming off a loss to St. Mary's in Winona where they had their lowest offensive total of the season at 56. That follows their highest offensive output over 90 against University Northwestern or Northwestern University. So it's been feast or famine for McAllister coming into this game. And rebounds could determine this one. I'll have more on that in a moment. We have the number one scorer in the league, Luke Harris, the point guard for Carlton, who, by the way, is six points away from a 1,000 in his career, the junior from Piedmont, California. Barring, heaven forbid, an injury, he will hit that tonight. He averages well over 20, and he's the number one scorer in the MIC conference. So I'm pretty confident that he will hit the 1,000 points tonight. He's six points away from a 1,000. He is the number one scorer in the MIC. The number three scorer in the MIC wears the orange uniform of McAllister. And he is Caleb Williams, he's a junior as well. 6'2 out of Wild Rose, Wisconsin. This young man in both games last year, Carlton won both games last year, but in both games last year, he had 28 points. He was almost unstoppable in the games against Carlton a season ago. I'm going to guess that Spencer Gets gets that assignment. He usually covers the best offensive player on the other team, but we will see... What we will see here in the not-too-distant future. Our broadcast tonight is service. Carleton College Federated Mutual Insurance out of Owatonna will bring you our halftime report. And Amesbury Truth is another sponsor of Carlton Night Men's Basketball on Southern Minnesota's sports leader for, well, over 75 years now. We celebrated our 75th year last year. We're in our 76th year, and we've been doing Carlton for about two decades now here on the radio. I had the football on Power 96 and the basketball here on KDHL radio. These are the two best free throw shooting. I shouldn't say the two best. They're number two and three in free throw shooting in the conference. Carlton at number two and McAllister at number three in terms of percentage Carlton ranks third in the number of free throws. What I find interesting is Carlton in rebounds is number one in overall rebounds, averaging 36.6 a game. Number one. They're number one in offensive rebounds, averaging 10.3 offensive rebounds per game, and they're third in defensive rebounds. But... It's a bit of a head-scratcher. They rank 6th in rebound margin. <laughs> I know that's a little bit of a head-scratcher, isn't it? You're number 1 in overall rebounding. You're number 1 in offensive rebounding. You're number 3 in defensive rebounding. Yet, you rank number 6 in rebound margin. Means a couple of their games, they got rebounded. out-rebounded rather handily. That's what that means. McAllister, by the way, and this is why I say rebounding could determine this game, ranks 7th in overall rebounding in the league. They rank 6th in offensive rebounds and they're 8th in rebound margin coming into this game. McAllister is the best in terms of three-pointers made. They average 12 three-point baskets a game. They have 145. By contrast, Carlton ranks 6th in the MIC. They average just under 8 with 92. Same number of games, 92. Three-point percentage, McAllister numero uno. Just under 40% from Trayland. Carlton ranks ninth at 30.6%. That obviously could be a determining factor in this game. And the opponent three-point field goal percentage, Carlton, ranks sixth with opponents shooting 33.8% from beyond the arc. McAllister ranks 11th, which is last, 42.9%. Well, those are some stats to throw your way. Abe Waldeslassie is the head coach in his sixth season at McAllister. He's a McAllister grad. I remember him playing. He graduated in 2008 for the Carlton Knights. Ryan Kershaw, the reigning MIC coach of the year in his maiden season last year. A St. Olaf graduate of 2004 is in his second year at Carlton and he really has done an outstanding job. Since taking over for Guy Cullen, who had an incredible career, both are very classy guys. I feel very blessed to have been able to work with a couple of guys like Guy Cullen and Ryan Kershaw. They're a couple of real gentlemen who have big hearts and uh, do a great job coaching basketball, but wins even though it is the goal of the game, right, right? To win the game is the goal of the game. They have their hearts in the right place. If a student has a lab or something and can't make a practice, well, that's why you're in school at Carleton. Same's true at McAllister. You know, the football series is the Knowledge Bowl, where they play for the Knowledge Bowl trophy. Both these t- two schools, the toughest academically in the MIC Conference, and both of them are very proud of that fact, and it's the reason, quite frankly, students attend there. They want the challenge, and the same is true for all the athletes on the campus. They want an athletic challenge, and they get it in the MIC, and they also want a challenge in the classroom, which, well, virtually all the, let's let's be honest, all the teams in the MIC have a challenge in the classroom, but the most challenging academically is Carleton and McAllister. So I already told you McAllister has orange as part of their school color, blue and orange. There is an outline of plaid at Center Court. I have it on our on our X feed. I sent out a picture of my view here. It's kind of like you're in prison. I'm on the balcony, and I'm sitting on a low chair. it <laughs> could use a stool, but anyway, sitting on a low stair uh, chair and uh, looking over a bit of a railing. It's not going to be a big issue, but that's the viewpoint. And I did take a picture and send it out on X. It says McAllister at each end of the floor. There's blue on the sidelines, blue on the end lines, blue in the paint, and it says M-I-A-C in orange at each of the free-throw lines. or are just below each of the free-throw lines. It says Scots in orange on the sideline. This is Doug Bolstorff court. He was a longtime coach. Doug Bolstorff, an outstanding coach here for many, many years. He was a great guy, too. When I used to work with Mike Morrissey, on uh, the St. Olaf games, for about 17 years I did that. I did the uh, a color for those games. When Mike couldn't do it, I'd do the play-by-play. And uh, I always had the pleasure of interviewing the opposing coach for our pregame. And, of course, Mike would interview the, the St. Olaf coach. So I got to know <laughs> Doug pretty good. He's a really nice guy. Well, everybody, all the coaches in the MIC uh, are incredible human beings in addition to being good coaches. But anyway, I digressed. I was describing the court, wasn't I? It says Doug Bolstorf on each sideline. Doug and Court in blue, Bolstorf in orange. As the Scots are not going to be in a very good mood, and I'm going to assume that Carlton's not in a great mood either because they did not win on Saturday up in Moorhead They got out rebounded in that game and gave up over ninety points. Over ninety points, which is the most they've given up against an MIEC conference team. So they're not going to be in a super good mood either. We got two teams coming off losses that want to get back on the winning track. And as I said before, the highlight tonight is going to be the one thousandth point that will be scored. I'm sure by Luke Harris. The 6'1 junior from Piedmont, California. He's an economics major at Carlton. He is just so skilled and fun to watch. If you have never gone to a Carlton game, I would highly recommend you do so. If you don't get there this year, next year, he's a junior. And he's just a skilled player, very fun to watch. Well, the entire Carlton team is fun to watch. What am I saying? All MIC Conference Basketball is fun to watch. So the starters are up on the live stats, and that's good to know. We'll be sharing those with you throughout the broadcast, but I am going to let you hear the public address announcer announce the starters before tonight's game, gives you a little bit more of a feel of the atmosphere. People are still coming in here to the Leonard Center, on the campus of McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. I got up here around, well, it was rush hour, (laughs) And, and my, oh, my. I think I timed it just about right in terms of the traffic. Of course, I'm coming into the metropolitan area. Most of the traffic in the evening is going out of the metropolitan area, right? So kind of time that perfectly. But we're looking forward to a good one here. Carlton's on the floor, warming up on the hoop to my right. McAllister's in their locker room getting final instructions from their head coach, Abe Woldislassie. And this could be a high-scoring affair. Carlton hopes not. McAllister likewise, right? McAllister, we already told you, in terms of defense, that's where they've had issues. McAllister, Carlton has not necessarily had defensive issues, although at times they have. At times they've had scoring issues. When the season began, they were a pretty darn good defensive team. They still are, but boy did Concordia take it to them inside. They just really got the ball inside. And we'll see what happens here with McAllister. McAllister's Caleb Williams is a 6'2 guard who can just absolutely shoot the rock. I mean, this young man third leading scorer in the MIC conference, can shoot the rock. By the way, one of the assistants for McAllister, Connor Nord, in his sixth season, graduated from St. Thomas back in 2015. He was an assistant under uh, Guy Cullen for, I can't remember it was a season or two, but a delightful young man, Connor Nord. Uh, Dylan Kilgore is a McAllister graduate. He's in his second season assisting Abe Woldeslassi, Tyler Gray, and Steve Knut- Knutson are both in their second years assisting Ryan Kershaw for the Carlton College
1: Knights.
0: Well, oh, I got a few more assistants here for
1: Abe Lassie to mention. Gabriel Ramos
0: is in his first season. He graduated last year from McAllister. Mike Babb is in his first season. He's a McAllister grad from 2020. So they know what it's like to wear the orange and blue. As the officials are on the floor, the three officials are shaking hands with the uh, Carlton coaches. McAllister's not on the floor yet again. Now they're coming on the floor here in the Leonard Center. Doug Bolstorf Court in the Leonard Center on the campus of McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. Trying to get up a couple more shots here is Kobe Gold. He's a junior 6'2 from Denver, Colorado. Those of you listening in California and other nice warm places, <laughs> it's supposed to get bone chilling cold this weekend. Nothing new for Minnesota, but we're talking below zero cold this weekend. It's supposed to be cold all next week. We're talking single digits. Sunday, it's not even supposed to get above zero on Sunday. That's the forecast. Here's the public address announcer. And the among its student athletes, coaches, and administrators. As the colors represent the NIUC and the Dallas College, we would like to recognize the American experience of not the same for everyone under the flag. This includes the fight for equity, anti racism, and justice for all.
1: The Dallas College and the Dallas government support OERUC's best results. As the educators, please do the tricks and go upwards and perform our national
2: anthem
0: a performance here live. guessing middle schoolers or maybe even younger oh, no I'm guessing middle school seventh eighth graders something like that singing our national anthem wasn't that awesome That's so cool, cool. One, am Harris. And that forward is here from the University of Sam And forward is from the of 18, 16, 19, Catch that. For Carlton, it's the normal starters. Luke Harris, Sam Colling Matt Banavitz, Alex Gibbons, and Spencer Gets. And for McAllister, Colby Gold, Ryan Brush, Tom Andre, Amando, Acapul, the and Caleb Williams. A Wagbo 6'6 junior from Nigeria by way of Pomona, California. He went to high school in Pomona. And uh, you may be familiar with uh junior from Piedmont, California, Luke Harris, right? They might know each other pretty well. So Luke looking to score six points to get to a 1,000 in his Carlton career. And uh, we are ready to see the tip-off here. As the wagbo and uh, the freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Coling, and tap controlled by McAllister. Looking to walk the ball up is Tom Andres, a junior, six feet from Newton, Massachusetts. He'll get on the left wing to Caleb Williams from Wild Rose, Wisconsin. They get on the black, now on the top of the key. Williams could score from virtually anywhere. He turned the ball over though. Luke Harris gets the steal. He passes it to Coling, who comes flying down the lane and gets the finger roll. And it's 2-0 Carlton on a turnover by McAllister. I didn't even check the turnover tally. Carlton, the best in the league, one of the best in the nation in not turning it over. And they just got another one. Here comes Luke Harris again over to Banavets. Did the Euro step? might have it traveled. He ends up turning it right back over as Williams has it on the right wing. Dribbles in front of the Carlton bench. They are to the left of me. I'm eyeing the scores table across the way up in the balcony area. Here's a fadeaway by Williams. He missed it. Rebound comes down to Luke Harris. Who not only can score, he can rebound. The young man is just multi-talented. Puts one on his left hand, and they throw out the Coling top of the key. Gets has it on the left wing. Man-to-man defense here. Oh, and a, oh, what a great alley oop to Coling! Wow. That was an awesome pass. Sam Coling, an awesome finish. The freshman from Am Arbor, Michigan, 6-6 on the alley oop, and it's Carlton. Williams has the ball. Dribbles to his right. He'll pass a two-hand chest pass across the floor to Andre. Andre, now the handoff. Gold in the lane. Floaters up. No good. Rebound. Getz was fouled as he tried to... That was a frustration foul on Kobe Gold. He missed the floater and Getz clearly secured the rebound and he fouled him. So Carlton... Well, we're going to have a timeout here, a quick timeout, and this is not from any of the teams. It is a, <laughs> it's a media timeout. Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton develops lifelong learners. Yeah, I didn't think that could be right. That was a timeout by McAllister, not even two minutes into the game. So I didn't think we'd have a media timeout. So they took a timeout. They wanted to remedy the the problems that they're having here with turnovers and fouls early. Spencer gets has it for Carlton. They're going left to right on your radio dial. Harris in the corner. Now here's a three by Kohling. The freshman misses. Rebound taken down by Gold for McAllister. Backpedaling as Getz in front of him. Gold dribbles to his right. Gets a screen from the, the big fella. They get it back out front to Gold. Gold wanted to get it inside. Gets is on him. In the lane, Williams misses everything. Well, that might have been a pass. Shots up no good by Nawagmo. No Here's a three by Harris, bang! Luke Harris is three points away from a 1,000. It's seven, nothing, Carlton. That's the kind of start they need, but they need to keep the pedal to the metal. Goal, 15-footer, no good. Rebound, Luke Harris, his second. He comes flying up the floor. He'll pass it in the corner. Coling will shoot a three, and it's bang! Good. Carlton's up 10, nothing! With 17 minutes to go in the first half, three minutes into the game, they have 10-0 lead in the lane. Shot scooped up, and it's good. Oh, my. That was a circus shot by Andre. He's the junior from Newton, Massachusetts. little scoop off glass, and it's 10-2. He was right near the basket. Getz has it at the free-throw line. Tosses the ball to Banavets. Banavets dribbles to the free-throw line. Here's Coling from 10. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Gold. Gold comes flying up that plaid logo at midcourt. Pass in the corner. Bounce pass underneath is stolen away by Carlton. Three turnovers already for McAllister. As it was stolen by Gibbons, now gets looks to dribble, penetrate, passes it underneath the coaling. He was wide open. Reverse layup is good, but they say the foul came before the reverse layup. The foul is going to be on Armando Acapul Nuevo. Nuevo's Nwagbo. first foul. And he's going to have to come out here. Or is that his second foul? Might be his second. Nope, it's his first foul. And I'll get you sub as soon as I figure out who it is. Pass comes in. It's stolen away. McAllister going in. Boy, he just jumped right into Luke Harris. And they're going to call a foul on Harris, who is just uh, backpedaling. <laughs> wow, that was a tough foul for Luke Harris. Man, oh, man. He put his head right into his chest, his shoulder right into his chest, and really forced the action. Andre goes to the free throw line. Coach Kershaw is getting the explanation from the official, but I don't know. He's nodding his head in approval. I don't know that he necessarily approves. Andre missed the free throw. Chuck Sweat's going to check in for Banavets. For Carlton, Sweat. A senior, 6'4", from Glencoe, Illinois. And he made the second free throw. 10-3, Carlton leads it. They were up 10-0. Harris, a little skip and his step up the near sideline. I'll pretend I'm at the... Well, I'll tell you right where I'm at. Left to right goes Carlton. Right to left goes McAllister. We're opposite this scores table and the benches. Getz goes in the lane. A little hook shot's good. Spencer who is known almost exclusively as a defensive player the last couple of years, has really improved his offensive game, and everybody knew he could do it. He's just one of those guys that's willing to lug the wood, right? In the lane, another lean-in, and that was a travel that wasn't called. Williams scores his first bucket. He leaned into the chest of the defender to get some spacing, shuffled his feet, I thought, at the same time. Miles Fritch is in the game from Eden Prairie, a senior for Carlton. And off goes to Coling. Coling passes it to a wide open. Gatz, who misses a 15-footer. It's 12-5 Carlton. 14.58 to go in the half. Williams dribbles to his right. He shovels it. Now they get it back on the left side to Andre. Andre, two-hand chest pass. Williams, way downtown, comes up with an air ball. That baby was shot from Minneapolis almost. I'm telling you, he was at about the logo. And he can hit him from there. He's done it before. I've seen it. Last year, he scored 28 both times they played the Carlton Knights. Carlton won both games. Luke Harris brings the ball up across midcourt. He's three points away from a 1,000. As Myle Fritsch will pass it to Getz, Getz will bounce it. Baseline, Chuck Sweat misses the layup. Ooh man, it was an open bunny too. It was a great cut to the basket, but he missed it. He rushed it. Handoff goes to the uh, Scots. Here's a triple, and it's another air ball. And in their own gym, that was shot by Noah Shannon, a six-five sophomore from Northfield, Illinois, which I think is pretty close. No, I'm not going to say I don't know. So Harris is going to bring up the ball. <laughs> he tried to beat everybody down the floor, almost did. Gets it out front now. Fridge back to Harris. Harris dribbles to his left. He'll get in the lane, shoots that off glass. He's got one point more to get 1,000. 14-5 as Luke has... Five, he needs six. Williams gets it out front. A couple of left-handed dribbles by the young man from Illinois. Now Williams gets it back. He's from Wisconsin. Dribbles to his left after crossover. He goes reverse, misses the reverse layup. Good defense that time by Koehling. Made him alter his shot. Here's a Sweat long-range jumper. It's a three by Chuck Sweat. And it's 17-5 Carlton. Almost effortless. Harris nearly got a steal as they go in the lane and score. Eric Wentz, the sophomore six-four from Minot, North Dakota, gets the easy bucket. Harris, if he scores here, he's got a thousand, and he does. Luke Harris has his thousand points. Congratulations to Cool Hand Luke. He just went over a thousand. He's at a thousand and one. And hopefully keeps counting. 19-7 is our score. Carlton leads. Harris leading scorer in the MIC Conference. Ball. Ooh. <laughs> Coling is upset that he even touched that ball. Would have been a turnover otherwise. Coling's going to sit down. Matt Benevitz checks back in. So on the floor for Carlton are Miles Fritch. Spencer Getz is going to sit down. Alex Gibbons is back. Chuck Sweat still on the floor along with... Luke Harris, bounce pass comes in the corner. They get it out front to Shannon. Sophomore gets it out front to Gold. Back fadeaway is no good. Rebound taken down by Sweat. 19-7, Carlton leads it. 12 and a half minutes to go first half. Harris dribbles the free throw line. Ball is knocked away, but they get it back. Fritch gets it out to Banovich for three, and it's short. Rebound back tap by Sweat. Harris tracks it down, throws it into Banovets. Banovets goes under the basket and gets fouled. Not much question about the foul. Eric Wentz wearing a white headband. Rather thick headband, too, I might add. In terms of its width. So, Banovets heads to the free throw line. Very good free throw shooter. Hope I didn't jinx him. He missed it. (laughs) I did. I jinxed him. He's almost 90% on the season. He missed two free throws at Concordia Saturday and he had missed only four all year going into the game. He made the second one. A swish. Coming into this game, of course, second leading scorer is Matt Banavets, 12th in the MIC. In the game for the Robert Grace the fourth. He's a junior. 5'10 from Minneapolis. Shot blocked by Banavets. Wow, that was an awesome block. Going in for the shot was Eric Wentz, and he just rejected it. Banovets open three. It's no good. Rebound. Fritch. To Cummings, who's in the game. Gabriel Cummings for Carlton. Driving baseline, Gibbons. Here's a threat. Three, it's no good. He made one just from there almost a second ago. And the foul, or no, excuse me. <laughs> and what a great job by Banavitz. He knocked it off one of the McAllister and The ball was going out of bounds. So Carlton retains possession. They'll have 20 seconds of a shot clock to work with. Coling comes back in. Sweat sits down. So on the floor for Carlton, Coling Banavitz, Gibbons. Cummings and Fritch as Luke Harris is getting a breather after scoring his 1,001 points. Looking to drive baseline. Here's a shot that's no good. Rebound taken down by McAllister. They'll come out of the fray and come flying up the near sideline with a left now right-handed dribble as Robert Grace the fourth. He'll give it up to Shannon. Shannon guarded by Fritch. Shannon switches to the left hand. They get it out front to gold with 14 seconds on the shot clock. Gold gets it back out front. Looking to dribble is Shannon. He dribbles all the way through the lane. Fade away is good. He hits the fade away. And it's 20 to nine with 10.54 to go in the first half. Cummings will hand it off to Fritsch. Fritsch gets it to Gibbons. Free throw line extended left. It's Banavets. Banavets was give it to Coling and he hits the triple another triple for the Carlton Knights and they're up 23 to 9 now we told you McAllister is trouble covering the three they're the worst in the MIC at that and it's holding true here out front almost to travel by gold here's a shot that's made by gold and it's 23-11 so McAllister's shooting starting to pick up here Bringing the ball up is Cummings for Carlton. Here's another three by Colling. Bang! Nobody even pops out and puts a hand in his face. Versely all the threes by Carlton have been wide open, not contested at all. Race the fourth just missed a layup. Cummings is going to shoot a three. Bang! It's another three! The Carlton Knights are red hot from three-point range. And McAllister's got to call another timeout. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We did. Yeah, they should uh, give them the ball. They should have you autograph the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That was, that was Abby Kershaw, Ryan's wife, Guy's uh, daughter, who is here saying they should announce that Luke got his 1,000th point. I don't know. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe nobody's told them. But, yeah, it really should be announced here. Uh, Luke Harris, what an awesome accomplishment, A 1,000 points, and he's only... The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10 week terms per academic year fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carleton develops leaders. It's 29 to 11. I guess I don't know why. I think Coach Kershaw is telling the official maybe now. That he's got a thousand. I don't know what, what the. Uh, they haven't announced it here at the. But you know it because I told you, right? But it would be nice to let the crowd know so they, he could get his appropriate applause. But knowing Luke, he really doesn't want that <laughs> fanfare. <laughs> he really doesn't. That's why I call him Cool Hand Luke. Nothing phases him. Williams dribbles to his right. Might have carried the ball. Goes in the lane, shoots the shot, and scores. It's 29 13. Williams, the third leading scorer at 19 and a half. Luke Harris, the leading scorer in the MIC coming into this game. As Gibbons tosses it to Banavets. McAllister trying to tighten their defense. Gibbons dribbles one way, then the other, gets under the basket, has it knocked away by gold. Does Gibbons? There's eight seconds on the shot clock. Coling, who has taken more shots than he typically does. He's getting more and more confident. That young man is hopefully gonna stay a Carlton all four years. He is really good. And a nice young man, too. Pass comes way out front to Fritch. Fritch dribbles to his left, goes in, layup is good, but they call the foul way out front. So it won't be a shooting foul, evidently. Gonna be on Shannon. Noah Shannon, the six-five sophomore from Northfield, Illinois. Miles Fritch is a senior. He stands 6-1 from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. He went on to Cambridge, England for an economics class. I mean, that was awesome. Cummings gets it in the corner. Banavets, couple of dribbles. Five seconds on the shot clock. He'll shoot the shot and score right around the free throw line. 31-13 is the score. Carlton... Hopefully could keep the pedal to the metal here, right? But all good teams at McAllister make no bones about as a good team make runs. Bull makes a great pass underneath, but missing a point blank shot was the Scott. The ball gets back tapped out front. Scott's retained possession with 8.14 to go. Dribble penetration of the blue paint. Now the handoff goes. And we got a tie-up, or at least I thought we had a tie-up, but they didn't call the tie-up. In the lane, shots up. It's as good as he banks it in, this goal. Multiple possessions there as Cummings brings it up for the Carlton Knights. Gabriel's a sophomore, 6'2", from Long Beach, California. Cummings went in for a layup and got hammered. And I mean, Hit hard. Well, my old coach used to say, if you're going to foul, make it count. Tom Andre, a junior, six foot from Newton, Massachusetts, gets called for the foul. And so Gabriel Cummings will head to the free throw line for the Carlton Knights. We told you they are an excellent free throw shooting team on the season at 77%. That's very good as a team. And he makes it. I was hoping I didn't jinx him. Cummings is now 5-for-5 five five from the free-throw line on the season. 5-for-5 five five from the free-throw line. Vannevets came into this game missing 6 total. And oh, he missed the second one. I jinxed him. 32-15. You should never mention those stats. Invariably. the bad happens. Williams right, spins in the lane, does not finish. Coling thought he had the rebound, but he gets knocked out of his zone, Hands by Andre, and Andre will see Carlton bring the ball up. McAllister's going to put some pressure on. You don't see this very often in the MIC. There's so many games you just can't pressure a lot. It was token pressure. Coling gets it left side to Sweat. Dribbles the top of the key to Cummings. Gets, sets a pick, coming, stops, pops, misses. Rebound taken down by Williams. He's in the open floor. He turns and passes it to Ryan Brush. Now they get it to Gold. Gold, a little stutter step toward the right side of the lane. Is directing traffic, going in with a shot. And a foul is going to be called, I think, on Chuck Sweat. As Shannon kind of forced the issue. And it is on Sweat, his first So Noah Shannon heads to the free throw line. McAllister is a team is 75%. We told you, very good free throw shooting team, too. Two of the best in the league going at it here. Carlton is number two and McAllister number three in terms of percentage. And he made a move. 32-17, Carlton. Against Concordia, they gave up fifty-one points in the first half. I guarantee you, Ryan Kershaw didn't want to see that happen again. Ever again this season. Chuck Swat, long three, and it almost went in and rimmed out. Rebound taken down by Ryan Brush. Well, it looks like they might have the wherewithal to get a run going here. 639, plenty of time left in the half. Gold goes down the lane and gets a layup. Just went right down the lane. Kobe Gold, the junior from Denver, Colorado. The shooting percentages now are 57% for Carlton and 38% for McAllister as Luke Harris just added to his 1,001 points. And they are going to stop the game and make the announcement. I think. Well, maybe not. <laughs> we'll be back in one minute. There is a timeout. Here at
2: McAllister College with a score, Carlton 34 and McAllister. Every part counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too, so you never stop growing. Isn't it time you opened the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers.
0: Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carlton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding
1: the world.
0: Now, the Carlton Knights are 6 of 12 from three point range against the best three point shooting team in the MIC. And the best three point shooting team in the NIC is 0 for 2. They've only taken two threes on their home floor. It's 34-19 Carlton with 6.15 to go in the half. Gold dribbles to the left side of the lane. Gets it out front. Carlton of course. Here's a shot from long range. No good by Williams. Rebound was kind of stolen away there by McAllister. Here's a three and it's good by Shannon. carleton has got to do a better job. They're boxing out. They're the top offensive rebounding team in the league. But That of course is on defense. Harris. Asks for a screen, he gets it. Goes down the lane, layup is no good. He gets his own miss. Kolding then picks up the errant ball. It's no good. And Carlton has all of a sudden gone a little cold here. Gold brings the ball up on the right side, gets it to Williams. It's a 12-point lead. It was 17 a blink ago. Looking to dribble penetrate. Here's a long three, and it's no good. Barely grazed iron. Luke Harris comes out of there with it. Comes up the near sideline with a right-handed dribble. Gets it to Getz. Getz. Wants to get it back to Harris. They're denying him the ball. They get it into Koehling on the block. He gets it out front to Chuck Sweat. Sweat now to Getz. Getz dribbles across the lane at the McAllister logo. Gets it right side to Koehling. 15-footer. Good. Boy, that ends a bit of a drought for Carlton the 36-22 with 4.59 to go in the half as Williams jogs the ball up the floor with a right-handed waist-high dribble. Switches left now between the legs. Dribbles towards right now between his legs again. Goes in the lane. Shoots it off. glass, scores. 36-24 as Caleb Williams picks up his sixth point. Pass is a 10-footer and making it is Spencer gets. He's open. He'll make it most of the time. 38-24, Carlton. And a near turnover here by McAllister. Remember, they had two turnovers in their first three possessions. Here's a long three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Getz. There wasn't an orange jersey within five feet of that ball. Coling, right wing. Looks to go inside the lane. He gets bumped. No call. Sweat can't control the ball. There's a lot of contact there. Pass goes way up on the far sideline. Gold in the corner for three, and it's good. He was wide open, measured it, and Andre hits the triple. And you don't want this team to start getting hot from three-point range. It's an 11-point game. 38-27 with 3.48 to go. Harris looks to dribble penetrate. He's shut off. Gets it to gets. Back to Harris. Thought about the three. Goes in the lane. Spins one way, then the other finishes with the left hand and it's 40 to 27 as bringing the ball up is williams williams with an elbow pad a black elbow pad and a right pad on his right calf they get it out front now they swing it back top of the key good spacing on the floor here for mcallister trying to spread out that carlton defense they get it back out front to Shannon. Shannon moves to operate, shoots a fadeaway, and scores for 10. And it's 40 to 29, and they are ticking, ticking, ticking up the old <laughs> shooting percentage. Luke Harris brings the ball up. Carlton is an 11 point lead. And Cummings comes off a screen and scores at the top of the key to make it 42-29. Coach Walter's He was not happy with that one, and he's going to call a timeout. 42-29. Carlton leads with two minutes and 42 seconds to go to our halftime report, courtesy of Federated Insurance. If you just joined us, Luke Harris has a thousand points in his career as he moves up the old ladder. I'm going to bring up The scoring list that Mr. Pape sent my way, nicely. Harris, here in the early going, has 11 points. So he is now at 1,005. He is 8 points away from number 30 on the list. Only thing is, he's done this. He scored a thousand in 61 games. Next guy on the list has scored a thousand in 84 games. And that was way back in 1950. That's a long time ago. That was even before I was born. I know it's hard to believe, but it was. Williams being hounded by Harris. Lost his dribble for an instant, got it back. They do let you push off with an offhand here as Shannon goes in and Gets a layup. 42-31. McAllister. Harris up the near sideline. Being bumped all the way. Coaling gets it out front to Fritsch. Fritsch free throw line extended right. Gets dribbles across the lane. Great bounce pass. Reverse layup. Oh, he missed the reverse layup. Did Colling. Tried to double clutch it. And that didn't work. And they can get it to single digits here. We have a blocking foul on Miles Fritsch. So, Miles Fritz gets called for the foul. The senior from Eden Prairie. That's his first. That would take a three to get him to single digits here. A three-point play of some way, shape, or form. But they're certainly a lot closer than they have been. Here's another shot right under the basket. And they are going to have a three-point play opportunity. Caleb Williams gets fouled as he does a little teardrop under the basket and scores the largest lead by the way 18 points if you're wondering Williams hits the free throw and we're at single digits That score I don't think is right. He had to score three to get it to nine, and it's at uh, eight. As Banovitz. wanted to dribble again, lots of contact here by Williams. He tried to pass it to Getz under the basket, and they're going to eat into the lead more coming down the lane. Layup is good. He just ran right down the lane and scored. Robert Grace, the fourth, the junior from Minneapolis. And all of a sudden, it's a six-point game as Luke Harris misses a floater, but he's going to get fouled and go to the free-throw line. Foul's going to be on Robert Grace the fourth, Carlton at an 18-point lead, and now it's down to six. And the free-throw's good. Well, that must have been wrong on the scoreboard earlier because a three-point play would have got it to nine, and it was at eight, so. Evidently, uh, one of the threes Carlton had that I thought was not a three as he hits both free throws, does Luke Harris. And it's 44-36, back up to eight. Carlton needs to D it up here. Oh, my. Going right to the basket with another layup is gold somebody's got to pick up a guy when he's going uncontested for a layup they've had layup after layup as banovic top of the key remember i told you they gave up 51 on saturday they're going to give up 40 here harris goes in and a lot of contact no foul called they're going to give the ball to Carlton with 33. Point, excuse me, 35.6 seconds and 20 seconds on the shot clock. Harris will be the trigger person underneath the Carlton basket. They line up down low. Fritch, Gats, And is looking to dribble penetrate again. Banavets gets it off to Coling for three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by McAllister. There's 22 seconds to go, and they're going to go for the last shot. Williams says, we're going for the last shot. As he dribbles, dribbles, dribbles out front. Remaining players are just standing around as he dribbles, dribbles, dribbles out front with 7.5. Williams goes in the blue paint, shoots the shot, misses. Rebound put back up by Gold off glass. He scores, and an 18-point lead is Four At the half for Carlton, 44 to 40. Kershaw, I know, is not going to be happy about giving up 40 points and a half again when it looked like they were going to run away with this game. Of course, I did tell you all good teams make a run, and this McAllister team, no, no doubt about it, is a good, a very good basketball team, but still. I was kind of hoping Carlton would keep putting the pedal to the metal, especially on the defensive end of the floor. I mean, if we had a shot chart right now, the shot chart would show layup after layup after layup. In fact, I'm going to see if there's one in on these uh, stats for the McAllister Scots. There has been no help, rotation help. When a guy dribbles past his man, nobody picks him up for Carlton. And that's how they got layup. After layup, after layup in the first half. They've got Federated to Federated Mutual
3: that. Insurance Company is hiring in Owatonna and Mankato. Federated Insurance offers full training, competitive pay and benefits, plenty of room for growth, and an unmatched company culture. We are seeking talented professionals who are comfortable working with multiple computer systems and who have a strong attention to detail. No insurance experience is required. Join a company that values hard work and continues to thrive and grow. Learn more and apply now at federatedinsurance.com. Well, I found
0: the shot chart, and I don't believe it's accurate. They They have McAllister with only two made layups in the first half, and I can guarantee you I know what a layup is, and they made more than two layups in the first half. I guarantee it. More like seven or maybe eight. Anyway, that's what the shot chart says. It says Carlton made two layups out of five. They've got two layups out of six for McAllister on here. That's what they've got on the shot chart. So I only know why I don't look at the shot chart a whole lot. It's not accurate. Our score here at halftime, As Carlton on top by a score of 44-40. 44-40 is our score. Let's give you the team stats first, shall we? In the first half, Carlton shoots... Four of six on the free throw line. Six of 13 from three-point range. 17 of 32. That's 53% from the field. At one time, I remember telling you McAllister was shooting 38%. They're now up to 50% because of all those layups that they didn't put on the shot chart. They have two threes in seven attempts. That's 29% roughly. They're four of five for the free throw line four of six from the free throw line are the Carlton Knights here at halftime. Team rebounds. Carlton has 18. McAllister has 15. Offensive rebounds. Carlton has five. McAllister has four. Assists 10 for Carlton and four for McAllister. Carlton ended up with four turnovers, and McAllister had three points in the paint. McAllister 24-18 over Carlton. As we sit with a 44-40, Carlton lead is trying to glean another statistic here. Steals three for Carlton and four for McAllister. It says here that's what we have. We'll look at the individual statistics. They got some little guys on the floor with massive numbers on their jerseys (laughs) wearing McAllister colors. Trying to see what it says across the front of those uniforms. I don't think it says, I don't think it says Scott's. I think the Bears are in orange. And the Bears are in black. So the Bears are playing the Bears here at halftime. <laughs> By the way, Jeff Munich from the Minnesota Timberwolves is in attendance here. He stopped up and said hi to me before the game. Great guy. Lake City graduate. Played with Randy Brewer on those back-to-back championships. May have been back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, but he was on a couple of them. He had a really good guard. He's been with the Timberwolves ever since the Timberwolves started. Great guy. I really enjoy visiting with Jeff quite often. So he's in the crowd here. I'm kind of surprised by that because the Timberwolves are playing the Boston Celtics tonight out in Boston, although both teams, or at least the Timberwolves, are resting some guys really don't understand that, but they get millions of dollars. Fans pay good money to come see these people. Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57 percent of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21 percent of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners. The Carlton Knights had an 18-point lead in the first half. McAllister came storming back, and it's not the way you would think McAllister would come storming back, right? They're the best three-point shooting team in the league. They didn't even try to shoot. They were two of seven for three-point range. Why? Well, Carlton was covering out all those shooters, and that left lane. And nobody got over to help out, so they got layup after layup, even though the shot chart says they made two of them in the first half. It's 44-40. Luke Harris scored his 1,000th point here tonight. And I guarantee you, Luke would tell you, more important is to get the win. He's a team guy through and through. To get the win would be more important than scoring his 1,000th point. Badou Ba, a junior from Dakar, Senegal, who was a starter a year ago for this McAllister team. I did not see him play at all in the first half. He's a six-seven junior, and the guy is, well, he's just a load on the glass. He's a rebounding machine. And against the best rebounding team, Carlton, you would think that he might be playing a little bit, but I did not see him play in the first half. McAllister played nine guys. Eight guys were played by Carlton. Luke Harris led the excuse me, Sam Colling led the way. The freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan had 15 points on 6 of 11 shooting. He was 3 of 5 from 3 point range. Played 19 minutes in the first half. Luke Harris had 13 points on 5 of 7 shooting. He was 1 for 1 from treyland, 2 for 2 from the free throw line. Had 5 rebounds, 4 assists in 15 minutes. I'd say that's pretty doggone good production by cool hand Luke. Spencer Getz had in 15 minutes 3 assists, 3 rebounds, 4 points on 2 of 3 shooting. Gabriel Cummings... Scored six points in the first half. He was two of three from the field. He was one for two. Or excuse me. Yeah, one for one from three-point range. One for two from the free-throw line. He had one rebound in 10 minutes. And Chuck Sweat was one for three from the field at three points. One for two from Trey Land. He had one rebound in 10 minutes of action in the first half. Matt Benavitz had three points. He was 0 for 4 from 3-point range, which is rare for him. He was 1 for 2 from the 3-for-line. 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block in 12 minutes of action. With 9 minutes and 50 seconds to go in the first half, Carlton had an 18-point lead. McAllister... Has whittled it down to four here in halftime. The Scots are back on the floor. And Coach Kershaw is still in the locker room with his team. I'm guaranteeing you most of that discussion, if not all of it, is about defense. They have got to shut off this dribble penetration. I don't care what the shot chart says. They had more than two layups in that first half. More than two of them. Callister never led. So Carlton's back on the floor. And they're in another MIC conference war. That's the way this league works. Saturday will be in Winona as they take on St. Mary's. St. Mary's beat this McAllister team last Saturday in Winona. And Carlton has had to... A
1: history of not doing real well down in Winona. (laughs) It used to be because their gym was really dark,
0: I thought. They've improved the lighting there. So you can't blame that. But you want to pick up some wins here, eh? And you'd like to get a couple in a row here. you got some tough games coming up, and this is one of them. Four-point lead. By the way, for McAllister, they were led in the first half, scoring-wise. Well, <laughs> it says here freshman Caden Holbrook had 11 points in the first half. And I did not see the number. I I mis- mistook Mr. Holbrook for Mr. Shannon. Mr. Shannon did not play, evidently, in the first half. Mr. Holbrook did. The freshman from Palo Alto, California, 6-1. So I apologize to Mr. Holbrook. He had 11 points in the first half, not Shannon. 11 for Holbrook. 10 for Kobe Gold. Caleb Williams was held to nine, and I mean held. He averages, like I said before, 19.5, third-leading score in the league. They did a good job on him. The paper stats have only three turnovers for McAllister. They had, I know, two of their first three possessions. They have four for Carlton. The paper stats, which are the official stats, have 10 assists for Carlton and four assists for McAllister. Again, Carlton is a plus three on the glass, 18-15, and they're a plus one on the offensive glass, 5-4. As we get ready to start the second half, Andre had six points, seven rebounds for Kobe Gold to go with his 10 points in 18 and a half minutes. Williams... Had just one rebound to go with his nine points. Holdbrook had no rebounds, no assists to go with his 11 points. Luke Harris leads Carlton on the glass with five rebounds to go with his 13 points. He had four assists. Talk about a stat sheet stuffer. Kuhlian Luke scored his thousandth point in his career at Carleton in the first half of this one. We'll have your second half right after The Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carlton develops leaders. Well, we get ready to start the second half with a four-point Carlton lead 44-40. So it's a brand new game is what it is. And we'll see what adjustments Coach Kershaw and his staff make defensively. Got to shut off the drives to the basket with help defense starters are on the floor for Carlton, Luke Harris, Spencer Gets, Alex Gibbons will inbound the ball Sam Colling and Matt Benavitz for McAllister, it's Tom Andre Ryan Brush, Colby Gold, Caleb Williams and Armando Acopo Nwagbo. Well, I guess not. Nwagbo is not starting. They are starting. I'll get them for you in a minute. Luke Harris dribbles to his right. He's going to shoot up a 20-footer, and it is three times off iron and in. Well, Luke
1: Harris has Extended the lead
0: to six, almost a steal. Mike Carlton is trying to bully his way to the basket as Williams gets is on him. They swing it all the way top of the key to Holdbrook. Here's a layup, another one. For McAllister. Here's a near steal of the ball. They're going to call, I think, Luke Harris with his third foul. They gave a foul to Luke Harris. He inbounded the ball, got the ball back. Uh, Scott tried to steal it from him, and he fell down, and they called a foul on Harris. Man, oh, man. He's got three of them. This is not boating too well, folks. Williams dribbles to his left, goes in for a shot, missed it. Rebound. It was blocked, I think, by Coling. as Getz passes it to Kohling. Goes inside the blue paint, spins the other way off. Glass scores with those long arms. It is the left arm. It's 48-42. Carlton up by six. They were up by 18 in the first half, about halfway through. Looking to dribble penetrate with the ball as Holbrook. Got a lot of layups in the first half. Williams stops, pops, 15-footers, good. And he's square to the basket. You can pretty much count it. The young man from Wild Rose, Wisconsin. It's 48-44. Carlton. Harris hands it off to Coling. Coling to Banavets. Banavets goes in the blue paint, kicks it in the corner. They get it to free throw line, Gets 13 seconds on the shot clock. Gets spins two different ways, misses the shot. Rebound comes down to Holbrook. Holbrook wants to see an opening in the lane. He'll hand it off to Gold. He'll kick it in the corner. Looking to dribble, penetrate the ball, stolen away. Gibbons steals it away. Tried to do a reverse dribble, and going in is Harris. He missed the layup right side with the left hand, but he's fouled. Luke Harris will go to the free-throw line. Scored his 1,000th point in the first half. He was at 1,005, and then he got to 1,007 with the first basket of the second half. So he's now six points away from number 30 on the list. 48-44. 48-44. If they announced it, I did not hear it. And if they announced it, there was no applause. So I can't imagine that. As he makes the free throw, you would think if they announced it, Carlton fans would stand up and give him a standing o. But like I said before, I don't know that Luke necessarily likes the limelight as he makes the free throw. And it's 50-44. to 44. Carlton's going to win this. they got to D it up better. Bringing the ball up is McAllister. Williams is at the top of the key. Wants to get inside that lane. He passes it on the left wing. Going all the way through the lane. They bounce the top of the key to Williams. Behind the back dribble. Goes in the lane. Up off glass. And he scores over Coling. Shot was blocked the last time by Kohling. But that time he got closer to the body of Kohling. That's what you do with a shot blocker. Right? You get tight. 17-20. It's a four-point game. Carlton leads gets was going to pass to a cutter and a hold was called on Tom Andre. He did not allow the cutter to cut. Andre gets his second foul. Checking back in is Robert Grace the fourth. He's a junior from Minneapolis. Went to the Blake School. Stands 5'10". Luke Harris is who he is guarding. And they call a blocking foul on Grace, the fourth, and the coaching staff for McAllister hates the call. That would have been the fourth foul on Luke Harris. He just bumped into him as he was dribbling. And he was not stationary, so if they would have called it the other way, believe me, the bench for Carlton wouldn't have been happy. And there's another turnover by Carlton. Gibbons throws a rocket to a wide open gets under the basket, but he can't make the catch. And it's 50 to 46 and the three pointer would make it a one point game here for McAllister. Jogging the ball up is gold. Blue and orange on their uniforms. Carlton and their road blue and white. Grace Jr. picking his way, gets it on the left wing to Holdbrook. Holdbrook passes it out top of the key and gets, steals the ball. And in Grace steals. The, oh, my. Oh, they called a blocking foul on Getz, who looked to me like he was clearly stationary and outside the circle. Getz has is, is hit the floor really hard because Grace Jr. just bowled right over him, and they called Getz on a blocking foul. He was outside the circle, and he was stationary. I hope he's okay. He was holding his back. There's nothing worse than back pains, and he's he's still holding his back. Grace goes over and says, "Sorry about that." Yeah, he's holding his lower back, right at the you know the the tailbone there. Well, I hope he didn't injure the tailbone. My mom uh, fell on the ice once and cracked her tailbone, and. She had to sit on a soft donut for a long time. 50-46. to 46, And he misses the free throw, does Grace the fourth. If he makes this, it'll be a three-point game. It'll be as close as they've been since the beginning of the game. He made the second one. It's a one-possession game with 16.37 to go after Carlton had an 18-point lead with 9.50 to go in the first half. Koehling dribbles to his right, out front to Gibbons. They swing it over to Banevets. By the way, Fritch came in for uh, Getz, dribbling to his left at the free-throw line. Gibbons dumps it off to Koehling, shoots the shot, misses it, and he's fouled, I believe, by Ryan Brush. Brush is a 6'5 sophomore from Bellevue, Washington. So Coling will head to the free throw line. The freshman from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Fifty to forty seven. Carlton leads it. He made the free throw. Coling is a eighty-two percent free throw shooter. He made the second one. is Gibbons, 86% is Vanovets, 75% is Harris. Down the lane comes Holbrook, he misses the shot, and it's stolen away by Gibbons. Gibbons comes flying up the near sideline, and it gets stolen back by Grace Jr., A little over dribbling going on here. Pass goes under the basket. Grace Jr. kicks it out front. An open three by Gold. Bang! And we got a 52-50 game. Gold hits the wide open triple from the top of the key. And it's 52-50 with 15.39 to go. Gibbons to Pritch. Gives it to Banevets at the free line. Back to Fritch. Good given goal, but he almost missed the layup, and there was almost interference with a the basket there. Young man at his hand in the netting there. 54-50. Carlton, this is the end of the floor they need to improve upon. They're going to win this game. Williams dribbles left side of the lane, goes in for the shot. Missed it. Gibbons might have altered it. Gibbons gives it back to Fritch. And again, a steal by Grace the fourth. Grace the fourth gives it to Williams, who's gonna dunk it. He didn't because Gibbons came back. Grace the fourth. I thought there should have been a reach in. He looked like a he stole that ball by driving, driving his body right into, and now Harris is having a heck of a time trying to get a shot up. He gets fouled. It's 54-52.
1: Carlton
0: leads it. Uh, McAllister is making some substitutes here. Luke Harris will inbound it for Carlton. Lobs it in the paint to Banovitz. Banovitz dribbles left, goes under the basket, and gets the layup right-handed left side. Back to a four-point lead, but you need stops if you're Carlton. You'd Don't want him to hang around. Pass goes on the right wing for McAllister. With the ball is Williams, guarded by Banavich. Dribbles to his left. Banavich much bigger. So let's see if that size makes a difference. Remember, Getz went out with the back injury. Here's another turnover. And Carlton hopefully doesn't turn it back over as Harris brings it back up the floor. 56-52. Harris dribbles down the paint. Gets under the bat. Oh, what a great jump off. What a terrific pass over the head by Harris to Coling for a layup. That was awesome. 58-52. Man, I love the way that young man's brain works. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought to dump it over his head like that? Here's a triple, and it's no good. It was a brick. Rebound taken out by Harris. Harris. Nobody guarding him right now. Dribbles gets it into who who is knocked away from behind, and clearly a foul on Ryan Brush. They're trying to get it into Banevets, and all that's going to do is get him closer to the bonus. One more foul, and Carlton is shooing free throws the rest of the way. We had a timeout with the score. Carlton 58, McAllister 52. Looked like Carlton was going to blow the Scots right out of their kilts in the first half. They were up by 18 with 9.50 to go, ended up at a four-point lead at the half. It's six-point now with 13.44 to go in regulation. Carleton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life carlton students learn critical thinking problem solving use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of
2: facts and figures into a way of understanding the world every part counts at amesbury truth and the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team as the leading provider of window and door products in north america amesbury truth has a part for you right now they're hiring and those positions come with competitive wages benefits and plenty of opportunities too so you never stop throwing isn't it time you open the door to a career at amesbury truth get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers Cody Cosfeld here at the kdhl sports microphone on kdhl
0: am Faribault, minnesota town square media station 9 20 a.m FM, and free worldwide on our KDHL app, of course, at carlton.edu slash athletics. You can catch the video as well as the audio. Banavet steps through a couple defenders and misses a little five-footer out of the timeout. And the six-point lead is still there for Carlton, but it's, uh, well, it's obviously not what they wanted. Williams is dribbling out front. On Coling. he'll turn around and score. Little five-footer. And it's a four-point game again as Harris brings the ball up midcourt. He gets by the defender, goes in, makes... Oh, he missed the layup, but he'll get fouled, and he's upset that he missed that layup. Foul's going to be on Tom Andre. Andre's third, and Luke Harris goes right back to the free-throw line where he is 4-for-4 on the night. Carlton is 8-for-10 from the charity stripe. They're 6-for-13 from three-point range. All those in the first half as Harris misses the free-throw! 22 rebounds for Carlton, 17 for McAllister. 12 assists for Carlton. He missed them both. Rebound taken down by Gold. Gold, like a freight train, goes into the... Now they get it out to Williams. Williams wants to dribble, penetrate on Koehling. Then it gets away to a push-off on his off-arm. They get it way out front now to Gold. Gold pushes off. Gold almost traveled. Swings it left side. Banovitz gets the steal. He's oh, what a brilliant play by Banovitz! He got the steal as they're running up the court. He throws the ball off of Williams, and it goes out of bounds. Williams says, hey, he pushed me. No, he didn't push you. He was just running interference, and he can run for the ball just like you can run for the ball. There was no pushing at all, and he took the ball and threw it off the legs of Williams. What a brilliant play by Matt (laughs) Benevitz. That was awesome. Matt, of course, from Minneapolis. Banovitz has it now. The pre-throw line. He'll hand it off the Fritch. It's an open three and a miss. Rebound, Banovitz gets it. Banovitz calling for it. They didn't see him. He was wide open in the corner. And now Cummings throws it out of bounds. 58, 54. Oh, it's deflected, so Carlton retains possession. Even Carlton thought they threw it out of bounds, but it was deflected. <laughs> 15 seconds on the shot clock. Fritch will inbound it to Luke Harris. Over to Gabriel Cummings in the game for Carlton, along with Coling, who gets it over to Fritch. Fritch gets it back to Coling at the top of the key. There's two seconds on the shot clock. Banavet as the shot clock winds down. It's a violation. He didn't get it off man oh man 5854 when you're up by 18 it really shouldn't be that hard right but it is 12 minutes and 10 seconds to go in this one looks like Gibbons is coming back in gets went down with his tail rubbing his tailbone. Well, I hope there's nothing uh, major there. Handoff goes to Grace Jr., who goes in for the layup and misses it. Rebound taken down by Coney. You better watch where that Grace Jr. is. He's a master thief of the ball. Cummings goes in the lane. We travel. Gibbons checks back in. Banavets is going to get a breather. I do not see Spencer Getz even on the bench here, which is not a good sign. As McAllister in running their dribble drive offense, Williams misses a shot, rebound taken down by Gibbons. Up the far sideline is Harris. He'll stop, pop a triple, and it missed. Rebound taken down by Brush rush as it got handed off to Holbrook by Williams, Holbrook 3 is good it's a one point game 58-57 Carlton up by one, McAllister is never led in this game, Gibbons out front to Coling. they try to gamble on a steal, Coling goes in, misses the shot here comes McAllister. They can take the lead. And this place would erupt if it happens. Going in Holbrook. He passed up a layup. Now he gets the ball for a three. He goes in behind the back dribble underneath. Or pass, I should say. Gets it back for three. And it's no good. Rebound. He gets his miss. Going in again is Holbrook. Gibbons gets called for a foul as he blocked his shot. And things are going awry here for the Carlton Knights as Holbrook will go to the free-throw line with a chance to give McAllister their first lead of this game with 10.26 to go. 9.50 to go in the first half. Carlton had an 18-point lead. It's tied at 58. Chuck Sweat checks in. Getz is on the bench now. I don't see any ice on his back, so hopefully he's okay. He made both free throws, and McAllister has a lead. 59-58 with 10.26 to go to get their first lead of the game. Harris hands it off to Gibbons in front of his bench. Directing traffic, asks for a screen. Goes to his left. Wanted to get it back to the screener. They tried to get it to Harris. It's knocked away, but guess who? Grace Jr., Coming back the other way, Williams. Williams forcing the issue. Throws it up off glass and scores. It's 61-58. A fadeaway off glass. Williams scores. And he has come to the party. Harris. Has a ball knocked away by Grace Jr. again. And I don't know why they don't call reach in because almost every time it looks like it to me, he scoops a pass in the corner. Here's a triple left side, and it's good. Coach Kershaw needs a timeout, and he takes it. A six-point McAllister lead with nine minutes and 39 seconds to go in regulation. The spark plug on this team has been Robert Grace the fourth. He hasn't been lighting it up, but he's been getting steel after steel after steel. And Carlton has to know where he is at all Carleton times. College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough to offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, Grace Jr., Robert Grace fourth, a junior from Minneapolis, went to the Blake School, has five steals in this game. He's only played 11 minutes. And he's got five steals. He only has three points, but he doesn't need to score, right? He's been wreaking havoc, getting his team more and more possessions. As Carlton, uncharacteristically, has turned the ball over 13 times. They came into this game one of the best teams in the nation in terms of not turning the ball over. They're number one in the conference in fewest turnovers per game. Well, (laughs) averaging just under 10. They're at 13 right now, both teams... Well, let's see. McAllister's only got seven, according to this live stats here. And it seems like they've had more than seven, to be honest. But anyway, Gibbons gets the ball, free throw line to Harris down the lane, and he's bumped, and it's stolen again. Holbrook comes up the floor. He lost the ball because he got bumped. And I don't know why they allow that, but they are. So Williams at the top of the key is going to dribble to his right. He wants to lose Harris. Harris stole the ball, and then he couldn't control it. He <laughs> got a little push from behind by Williams. McAllister will retain possession. <laughs> Chuck Sweat's going to sit down. Sam Coley's going to sit down. Spencer Gets is back. That's good to see. Gibbons, Banabets. Harris and Fritsch are on the floor for Carlton. It's 64-58. McAllister leads. Well, this would be a tough game to lose for Carlton. I mean, you're up by 18 and halfway through the first half. Williams goes in. Oh, my. They call the foul on Gibbons on the shot. So Williams will go to the free throw line. Actually called it on Spencer Getz. That's his second foul. Williams is pretty much automatic at the free throw line. Eighty-two percent. He made them both. You knew he'd light it up. He scored twenty-eight both times. They played Carlton last year. And he's up to nineteen now. That's his average. Harris averages. Round twenty-two. Harris looking to get open, and he's going to be fouled as he tried to go one way, tried to go the other way, and gets fouled by Andre, and that'll be his, his fourth. So Luke Harris goes to the free throw. line, needs to make these. Obviously, his team is down with 8.48 to go. He missed it. Carlton, right to left on your radio dial. McAllister left to right here in the second half. Boy, this would be a a real hard loss if Carlton can't come back as he made the second one. 66-59, McAllister. They look to bring the ball up. Carlton needs to get some stops. Williams dribbles to his left. Banovitz jumps out on him. Williams wants to take Banovitz on the dribble to the basket. Oh, it almost turned it over. Now pass it in the corner underneath the basket. Wide open layup. Another layup by Gold. And it's 68-59. He just flashed to the basket to get the pass. And it was the easiest layup you'll see. Going in is Harris. He missed the shot. But there's all kinds of contact. Gibbons is going to shoot a three. It's in and out. No good. They go in for the. (laughs) Vanavets and Harris were both trying to grab that rebound. and Bodies flying all over the place. It'll be Carlton's ball with 8.07 to go. Down by 9. 68-59. They were up by 18 in the first half. They were up by 4 at the half. As Harris looks to inbound the ball. Gets it to Vanavets. Vanavets has not scored a lot in this game. He's their second leading scorer. They stole the ball away from him. He was trying to dribble the basket, and they took it right away from him. It's 68-59. Coach Kershaw is jumping up and down like a jumping bean, and they get it top of the key, swing it all the way around. There's a behind-the-back pass. Here's Williams for three. Bang! (laughs) He then turns and says something to Spencer Getz. 71-59, McAllister. Gibbons. Left side, Harris dribbles to his right inside the blue paint. They've clogged that up big time. Trying to save the ball from going out of bounds was Fritch. He got jumped on. And uh, they are going to call the foul on McAllister's Kobe Gold, the 6'2 junior from Denver, Colorado. Fritch will go to the free throw line. Carlton has to make these. Unbelievable. They're down by 12. They were up by 18 what a swing he, he makes the first free throw he'll have another Coling is back in Gibbons is going to get a cushion chair to sit on I have a plastic molded chair they get cushioned cushion chair <laughs> Gets a rebound. They call a tie-up. Good Possession arrow goes McAllister away. It's an 11-point game. Plenty of time, but Carlton's got to D it up here. 71-60. to 60. Williams hands it off on Saturday. Carlton was the number one defensive team in the league. They dropped all the way to fifth after losing to Concordia Williams goes in again and they call a foul on Banavets and it didn't look like there was a ton of contact there foul is on Banavets his first Williams is alone at the free throw line with his teammates over by the coach he missed the free throw holding his right hand. I think he might have uh, hurt it a little bit. He hasn't looked like it, though. <laughs> Man, can that guy shoot. Caleb Williams out of... Wild Rose, Wisconsin. Where's number 32? Fritch, left side, Harris. Harris will shoot a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by McAllister. Luke hit his first triple, has not made one since Gold has the ball Loses Getz, dribbles to the top of the key Picked up by Harris He'll step back Shoot a three, miss it Rebound taken down by Kohling I'm Carlton, I want to beat that McAllister defense down the floor Pass goes in the corner to Fritch Fritch goes in, passes at top of the key to Harris Harris rifles it over to Getz Tries to go cross court, turns it over That was a bad pass it was a line drive if you're going to throw it across the court you get some air under it here's a shot up floater no good by Williams. carlton needs to score 608 to go they're down by 12. the biggest deficit of this game banavets dribbles inside the lane again it's stolen too many dribbles here by the knights they got to get back to the way they played against hamlin where it was pass 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 no dribbles Lots of great cuts to the basket. Of course, they haven't allowed that because they've clogged the lane. Carlton was red hot in the first half. Six of 13 from three-point range. And a travels called on Kobe Gold, who was dribbling around like a gold trotter and fell down. <laughs> we got a timeout. The score, McAllister 72. Carlton 60 with 538 to go. Since the
3: turn of the century, Federated Mutual Insurance Company and many of our employees have called Oatana home. We work hand-in-hand hand with our neighbors through giving, volunteering, and focusing on community initiatives. We invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements, such as the new high school and the downtown developments. We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer.
0: Carleton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carleton develops lifelong learners 72 to 60 McAllister leads Carlton with 538 to go in regulation Carlton with nine minutes and 50 seconds to go in the first half and an 18 point lead McAllister shaved it to four at the half and they've just been the much better team here in the second half as Carlton has not been able to get the three-point shot going like they did in the first half. Pass goes underneath the coaling, shoots it off glass, and scores. Nice assist there by Gibbons. In the second half, Carlton is shooting 38%. There were 53% in the first half. And McAllister is shooting 55%. Here's a steal. Gets goes in, layup. No, my gosh. He missed the layup, did gets, and remember he fell down on his tailbone earlier. It was Grace the fourth again that just clocked him as he was going in for the layup. The coaches for Carlton are asking the official to call a flagrant here. He's going in for a wide-open layup, and he gets clocked by Grace Jr. Uh, Grace the fourth, I should say. And he's limping. Memory fell on his tailbone when he clocked him earlier, going in for, and they gave him a foul on the deal, too. <laughs> when he looked at me, like, he was pretty stationary. He's holding his lower back again, of course.
1: Man, oh, man.
0: Spencer Getz says, I don't know if I can still go, coach. There's nothing worse than trying to play any sport with back pain. They're not going to call a flagrant. They certainly could. I mean, there was no intention to go after the ball or anything. So they're going to have Kohling shoot free throws for Getz. With five minutes and nine seconds to go on this one, it's 72-62. Still plenty of time. I always say when you have a single-digit game at four minutes, you still have a game. A good trade-off percentage-wise. If he makes them, of course. He does make the first one. Colling is 82%. Gets is 50% from the free throw but he missed the second one. Ball's knocked out of bounds. It'll belong to Carlton. 72-63. Oh, I'm sorry. They not, Now they reverse it. They say it goes to McAllister. Wow. They change directions. Now if they're going to win, Carlton has to D it up. Holdbrook's back in the game. The ball was deflected, but he couldn't get it too quick enough, Carlton. Holbrook dribbles to his right, hands it off to Grace the fourth. Now Williams has the ball, Coling's on him. He's going to take the freshman to school, shoot the ball, and score for the free-throw line. 74-63, Williams. He's just a scoring machine. Dribbling to his right is Carlton's scoring machine. Oh, what a great pass, Luke Harris. (laughs) Banavitz was going to go in for a dunk and a foul on Williams, who blocked the ball. They both shook hands afterward. It was a hard foul again. He wasn't going to allow him to get that dunk. So Banavet's at the free throw line. Swishes it. Matt on the season, a 86% free throw shooter. Three guys on this Carlton team that play a lot shoot over 80% from the free throw line. And if Carlton's going to win, it's going to be because of the free throw line. As he made the second one. Back to a nine point game. You can't keep giving up points. When you're ahead, you can afford to give up a point now and then. When you're behind, you got to get stops. And we've got a timeout with a score. McAllister 74, Carlton 65. 425 to go in The regulation. Carleton College academic environment is undeniably rigorous and challenging, but it's also uniquely supportive. Instead of competing, students embrace a spirit of collaboration. Unlike most colleges, Carleton has three 10-week terms per academic year, fall, winter, and spring, which allows students to focus more completely on their classes. Another way that Carlton develops leaders. Seventy-four, sixty-five. McAllister leads the Carlton Knights. Cody Kosfeld here at the KDHL sports microphone. Saturday we will have a three o'clock tip-off. Two forty-five. Our coverage begins from St. Mary's in Winona, Minnesota. We made the trip to Moorhead last Saturday. We go to Winona this Saturday. And at the end of the month, on the 27th, we go to Duluth. <laughs> yeah, all in, the month of, all in the month of January, Gets just got a steal from Williams. Spencer must be a tough guy because twice he's landed on that tailbone and he's back in the game. Luke Harris brings it up. He almost had the ball stolen away as he was driving in. Remember when they have more than one person going after Luke, somebody's got a flash to the basket, and they'll get open bunnies. Harris, high over his head, holds the ball. Looks, 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 looks. Better hurry. Gets it underneath the Banevets. Banevets is being walled up. Goes right under the back. Missed the layup. Gets his miss. Puts it back up. Missed another one. Rebound by Getz. He bounces it underneath the Coling. goes up off glass. He misses a layup. He tries to go back up, and it's... Oh, it's off Carlton. It'll be McAllister ball. Man, oh, man. Layup after layup after layup. And they couldn't get him to go down. And McAllister will get possession of the ball. 74-65 with 3.43 to go. It's must-stop time now if you're Carlton. It's gamble time. You need to gamble for steals. Holbrook brings it up. Pass it on the right side to Gold. Gold turns face basket. Dribbles out. Head out on, they go under the basket, Now down, down the lane, it's a layup, no good, rebound taken out by Gets. man oh man, he missed the layup and he was wide open, Gets pass it right side, Gibbons for three, it rims out, rebound tipped by Coling, and it's taken down by McAllister, they're up by nine with 3.15 to go, and they'll slow things way down, Andre has it out front, he'll leave it for Williams, of course. Williams' demand, he's got 27, he had 28 each time last year they played Williams has calling the freshman on him he'll leave it down the lane, layup is good Holbrook scores on another layup, and it's 76-65 Luke Harris wanted to shoot the three, got bumped, no call Banovitz. they got to start launching them here. Gets they're taking some precious time here. Here's a shot from the free throw line. No good by Gets. And I think McAllister's going to win this. 2.22 to go. They're up by 11. Oh, what a sinking feeling it has to be if you're Carlton Knight. Up by 18 with 9.50 to go in the first half. And it looks like they're going to lose by double digits. Williams goes in. Misses a layup. Rebound taken down by Harris. Harris will leave it for Banavitz. Now he gets it to Gibbons who can't handle the ball. It's another turnover for Carlton. That's right. Carlton has their 18th turnover of this game. Which is unheard of for them. 10 for McAllister. it's not going to be a happy bus ride home for the Carlton Knights who need to right the ship here primarily on defense pass comes in gets gets the steal to Harris layup is good minute 57 to go it's a nine point game three threes away from tying this is Carlton that was a really nice steal (laughs) really nice they needed that. Oh, my. This half, Carlton has not shot a three and made one. They're 0 for 5. They were 6 for 13 in the first half. They're 9 for 14 for the free throw that's kept them somewhat in the game. But that's not their normal either. 9 for 14, that's, what, 64%? This half... McAllister, meanwhile, 75% from the free throw line this half. they six of eight. They have four threes. They have as many threes as Carlton now, six. They shoot 57% this half from three-point range. or with 29% in the first half. They're shooting 54% from the field. Remember, Carlton shot 53% from the field in the first half. And they are shooting a dismal 32% this half. Man, oh, man. 76-67. McAllister inbounding the ball. This is going to be a good win for them as he dribbled it off his foot. Now it's stolen by Harris. Harris gets pushed down, and they don't call it. McAllister's going to throw a three-quarter court pass. With a minute 45 to go, Harris was trying to steal the ball, literally got pushed to the floor while he's trying to steal it, and they didn't call it. I mean, how can six pairs of eyes not see somebody get pushed to the floor? 76-67 with a minute 45 to go. Harris will inbound it. To Vanavich, back to Harris. They got to hurry here. Harris goes in and misses the layup. He's fouled by Robert Pace the fourth, who may have bitten his tongue or his lip. He's looking for blood, but he's called for the foul and Harris goes to the free throw line. Luke on the night, five for eight. He has 20 points. Coling has 24 for Carlton as Pace the fourth is, uh, kind of dramatically coming off the floor holding his hands up and showing the official blood his coach is pulling him aside and saying I'll talk to the official that young man had quite an impact on this game he just fouled out of the game five steals he was key to their comeback Harris's free throws good Clock stop is exactly what they mean. This is doable, folks. If he makes this, it's a seven-point game with a minute 39 to go. But you need the ball, and you need stops. You can't give up any more points. He made the second one. Carlton will put some pressure on here, try to get a steal. They pass it in to Williams. Williams is double-teamed. Williams will throw it up the half court. He'll throw it ahead underneath the basket. They had to gamble. A layup by Eric Wentz, the sophomore from Minot, North Dakota. Harris dribbles the free line. It's stolen away by Williams, who goes in and misses the layup. Rebound taken down by McAllister. They'll just throw it back out front. A minute 14 to go. They're up by nine. As a foul is going to be on Harris, he intentionally fouled to, to, you know, to stop the clock. And Coach Kershaw says, yeah, It's a foul. Harris has, they say, two fouls. I I thought he had that many in the first half. That's his third foul. It's got two on the scoreboard, but that's his third. Pass comes in. Deflected. Almost got the steal on Coling's long arms as Williams comes out to the plaid line and logo. And you can run over a guy and not have a foul called, and you touch a guy in an arm out front, and it gets called. Williams will go to the free throw line. And if he makes these with a minute eight to go and he does make the first one, it's a 10 point lead. It could be 11. Well, you gotta credit McAllister for a great comeback here and Robert Grace the fourth had five steals that led to, I'm guessing, baskets on every one of them or nearly every one of them. 80 to 69, bounce pass goes in layup good by Gibbons. And that's what they needed earlier. Carlton. Those layups made. McAllister's letting them do it now. A minute to go exactly in this game. It's 80 71. Carlton College is committed to providing a true liberal arts education, a curriculum that challenges students to learn broadly and think deeply. Instead of training for one narrow career path, Carleton students develop the knowledge and skills to succeed in any walk of life. Carleton students learn critical thinking, problem solving, use creativity and effective communication tools to transform a collection of facts and figures into a way of understanding the world. Well, Carleton gave up over 90 on Saturday. They're going to give up over 80 here today. And that is not Carlton like. They got to figure out some things defensively. Then I'm sure they'll figure it out. McAllister, this is a quality win for them. They uh, they did not want to lose an, another one. After losing to St. Mary's on Saturday, Carlton obviously didn't want to lose either. Nobody ever does. After losing to Concordia Saturday on the road, they come here on the road. They go back on the road Saturday. And you would have liked to have won two of the three. All three would be a perfecto, but realistically, if you get a one-two of the three, it's what you want. And it doesn't look like that's going to happen unless they have a miracle comeback here. Here comes the Williams all the way down the floor. Layup is good. On the finger roll, he has 31 points. Gibbons out front calling for three. It's no good. Rebound snatched down by Gold. 46 seconds to go. An 11-point lead and a foul is committed by Banavets, and the McAllister Scots are going to win this game. McAllister is going to win this game. Carlton's going to drop to 7 and 6 overall, 4 and 4 in the conference and they'll be 2 and 4 on the road. The McAllister Scots go to 7 and 6 overall, 3 and 5 in the conference, 2 and 3 at home after this victory. And it was an incredible one at that. A swish at the free-throw line by Gold. 83-71 with 45 seconds to go in the game. 12 of 15 for the free-throw line is McAllister. 15 of 22 is Carlton. He made them both. 84-71. Scots come from behind to win this one. 40 seconds, a turnover by Carlton. That is number 20, I think, in the game. It's either 19 or 20. And the pass is going to be a long one again. They really don't need to foul here. As McAllister will dribble around, there's 10-second difference on the shot clock and the game clock. There's 30 seconds to go, McAllister. Andre dribbles out front. It's going to be a three, and it's good. The three is good by Holdbrook with 11 seconds to go. He shoots the three and makes it. Grace Jr. is doing the gritty on the sideline. And down the lane goes Harris, and he gets fouled as he goes in for a layup. Really? Why would you do that? So Harris to go to the free throw line here. Holbrook gets called for the foul, I think. is third, so with two and a half seconds to go, Luke Harris has a chance to add to his 22 points. His first one is no good. Very rare here for Luke. He has missed four free throws in this game. Scored his thousandth point in the first half. They did not stop the game, and I, if they announced it, I didn't hear it, as he makes the other free throw and that'll be the game 87-72 is your final 87-72 Carlton has an 18 point lead halfway through the first half cut to 4 at the half McAllister then outscores them in the second half scoring 47 second half points to 28 for Carlton I mean, that's kind of being stuck to the final eighty-seven 72. We'll have your final statistics in Every one minute. Every part
2: counts at Amesbury Truth. And the most important one is the part you'll play when you join their team. As the leading provider of window and door products in North America, Amesbury Truth has a part for you. Right now, they're hiring. And those positions come with competitive wages, benefits, and plenty of opportunities, too. So you never stop growing. Isn't it time you open the door to a career at Amesbury Truth? Get details and apply online at atcareers.com or amesburytruth.com slash careers.
0: Carleton College's faculty members are highly respected scholars, researchers, and practitioners in their field. But above all, their first priority is teaching. Every course at Carleton is taught by a professor, not a teaching assistant, and classes small enough offer individual attention for students. A student-to-faculty ratio of 9 to 1 ensures Carleton students have plenty of opportunity for interaction with their professors. Well, this is going to be a hard one to swallow for the Carleton Knights. They were up by 18 with 9 minutes and 50 seconds to go in the first half. Saw McAllister make a major run. I remember saying good teams make runs. But, boy, they've surpassed that. I mean, they cut it to four, and, and then in the second half, they just turned it up another notch. They couldn't hit a three to save their soul in the first half. They were two for seven, but they were five of eight in the second half. What a turn of events. Carlton shot six threes in the first half of 13 attempts. They were 53% from the field. In the second half, McAllister hit five threes in eight attempts. They finished with seven. The last one, of course, that one with 11 seconds to go. Carlton had six threes all in the first half. They were 0 for 6 from trade land in the second half. They also were not hitting their free throws. They were 12 of 18 in the second half after going 4 for 6 in the first They were 16 of 24. McAllister was 14 of 17 from the free throw line. Carlton ended up shooting 46% for the game. They only had eight field goals the entire second half. They're 36% in the second half. They just turned the ball over too much. They ended up with 20 turnovers. You heard me right, 20. McAllister had 12. Luke Harris, in 35 minutes, scored 23 points on 7 of 12 shooting. He was 1 for 3 from 12 from Trainland. land. He was 8 for 12 from the free throw line. Had 7 rebounds and 5 assists to go along with his 23 points. Sam Coling, the freshman, finished with 24 to lead Carlton on 9 of 17 shooting. But you needed another guy to get into double digits. Matt Benevitz, the number two scorer on the season was 2 of 9 from the field, 0 for 3 from 3-point range, 3 for 4 from the free-throw line. He had 4 assists, 5 rebounds in 30 minutes, 7 points. I think that might be his low of the season. Getz finished with 4 points. Boy, did he cut it out, though, that tailbone injury. Had 4 assists and 7 rebounds in 27 minutes. Gibbons finished the day. With just two points on one-for-three shooting, he was 0-for-two from three-point range. He had four rebounds. He had three steals in this game. So did Getz by the way. He played 26 minutes, did Gibbons. Cummings off the bench had six on a three, one-for-two from the free-throw line, had one rebound, played 11 minutes. Miles Fritch finished the game with three. He was 0-for-one from trade land. He had one free-throw. 23 minutes played, and Chuck Sweat finished the game with three points on a triple in the first half. He finished with one rebound and played 11 minutes. The McAllister Scots were led by, well, you know who, Caleb Williams. He had 31 points tonight on 12 of 25 shooting for the field. He was one for three from Trey He was 6 of 7 from the free throw line. He had only one rebound. Played 39 minutes in this game. Gold finished with 19 on 8 of 14 shooting. He was 1 for 3 from Trey Land. 2 for 2 from the free throw line. He had a double-double. 19 points. 11 rebounds. He also had 3 assists in 34 minutes. Holdbrook. Was 7 of 10 from the field. He was 3 of 5 from three-point range. 4 for 4 from the free-throw line. He had three rebounds, two assists in 31 minutes. He had 21 points for the McAllister Scots. As they blistered the Nets in the second half. I don't know how else you would phrase it. They blistered
1: the Nets.
0: So Carlton has to get back to the drawing board and get back to playing some tough defense. I'm going to go to the shot chart here. Right? The shot chart and the layups. Let's see what they got for layups now. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 layups were shot by McAllister. 20 layups by Mac. I'm writing this down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen layups were shot by Carlton. Carlton made eight of the fifteen. McAllister made nine of the twenty, according to the shot chart. I still think that they're off on this because they got a lot of layups in this game. Well, we'll be back at it on Saturday. Hopefully Carlton can get back in the winning column on Saturday when they go to St. Mary's. It's never an easy place to play. Again, McAllister is now seven and six overall. They're three and five in the MIC. They're two and three at home. And the Carlton Knights drop to Seven and six overall, four and four in Mayak play. They are two and four on the road. They're four and one at home, but they're two and four on the road as they go on the road again Saturday. The St. Mary's in Winona will get underway at two forty-five. So, I want to thank McAllister for their great hospitality here tonight. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. If you're a Carlton fan, and you probably are, you probably didn't enjoy the outcome, but. We have no control over that. Final score from McAllister here in the Leonard Center. The Doug Bolstorf court is 87-72. The Scots win. I'll wrap things up. Carlton ranks number one among baccalaureate colleges in the number of alumni who have gone on to earn academic doctorates since 2007. Approximately 57% of all alums go on to graduate school within five years of graduation, and 21% of alumni go directly to graduate school in the fall after their graduation. It's another reason why Carlton
3: develops lifelong learners since the turn of the century federated mutual insurance company and many of our employees have called Oatana home we work hand in hand with our neighbors through giving volunteering and focusing on community initiatives we invest in this community because we love to see opportunities and advancements such as the new high school and the downtown developments We enjoy seeing the citizens of our great community continue to grow and thrive. And above all, we are proud to be part of Oatana's rich history and all that Oatana has to offer.
0: Big thank you to Federated for bringing you our halftime. And Federated, Amesbury Truth, and Carlton are the folks that bring you Carlton Night basketball throughout the season. Again, our final score from the Leonard Center, Doug Bolstorf Court on the campus of McAllister College in St. Paul, Minnesota. The Scots got the bagpipes out here, especially in the second half, and win the game over the Carlton Knights, erasing an 18-point deficit in the first half with about 9.50 to go in the first half and winning 87-72. Again, Saturday will be in Winona. Coverage beginning at 245 KDHL, 920 AM, 97.9 FM. Our free worldwide KDHL app. And, of course, on carlton.edu slash athletics, you can get video of it there in addition to the audio on the Carleton College website. Till next time, this is Gordy Cosfeld. Tomorrow night, we have wrestling, high school wrestling action for you. I know it's hard to believe, but wrestling, actually, you can call wrestling, and we'll have it for you from Waterville. Actually, we'll be in Janesville. That's where the wrestlers wrestle for Waterville, Elysian Morristown, and Janesville, Waldorf, Pemberton. It'll be Kenyon Wanamingo that'll be making the visit. Gopher Conference Wrestling Action for you tomorrow night. Our coverage will begin about six forty five. The varsity is scheduled to start at seven in wrestling, as people who follow wrestling know. Depends on how many wrestlers wrestle in the J V, whether you're on time or not. So for on time, we'll start at six forty five with the match anticipated to get underway about seven. That's tomorrow night. Till then this is Gordy Cosfeld bidding you all an outstanding